This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello and welcome to the Betting Weekly Extra Time League Our Show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook with me, Rob Daly, Steve Wiss, James Easton, uh, your French football experts. Uh, boys, we have been on a roll uh, going into the latest round of League One fixtures. And of course, we've had the cup this weekend and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but a, a, a trickier week last time out, Steve. Disappointing, Rob, to be honest with you. Uh, I think it was near enough our worst round of the entire campaign um i made a couple of mistakes namely getting involved in a monaco game that's six times now that i've got involved with him on this show this season and six times i've lost on every occasion so wow that was a bit silly really i think uh they're they're a difficult team for me to predict when i'm betting on them and then the leon against clermont game there's no way i could have got out of that pick on the on the handicap or the goals really um, it just happened to be that uh, Leon played a stinker of a game and Clermont um, were very, very good tactically. It's the way it goes sometimes. We had a brilliant round immediately after the World Cup, which we didn't expect to be so good. So um, it kind of evens itself out sometimes. But for the whole season, we're still going quite well. And James, you were talking about how you've found doing it because we've got a midweek round of fixtures. That's why the show's out today. Um, you have you found it hard because we've had the French Cup this weekend and we don't quite know how to assess any of the results or any of the team news or anything and the bearing yeah. you have on the midweek games. It's it's really difficult, Rob. Um, this round in the French Cup, a bit like the FA Cup, third round in England is the round where the League One teams have got involved. And the way they've been treated, these matches, by managers in League One, it's varied from game to game. So we've seen some teams uh, who want to do well in the French Cup go with really strong lineups. Um, other teams have, have rotated massively. Um, the last game taking place as we're recording, pretty much Lille 3 tonight. 3 have gone with an extremely heavily rotated side. So you just don't know what impact that will have. Some teams should be fresher in the middle of the week, having rested players this weekend. Um, but I think it's hard as well with the fact that we've come back from the World Cup. We've had two games, then we've had this break. I think after this midweek game, uh, midweek round of games, it should start to go back to feeling like a standard season again. But I think these first few weeks is pretty much sort of get your heads down and, and grind through it really and, and hope that we come out on top, um, which at the moment we are. Um, but I think this, yeah, this midweek uh, round of matches, it has thrown up a few challenges in terms of picking the tips. Okay, we guys have got some picks and I'm trying to listen to you, James, but I had some really spicy chicken just before we uh, start a recording, which is an absolute error. I went hot at Nando's. I don't know if it's in the States, but Tricky. Ch- chicken chicken restaurant. What do you yeah. do you go hot, Steve? 
Yeah, do do? definitely. Do I, I like a bit of spice. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't serve me so well these days. <laughs> There's a repercussion sometimes, but I do like a bit of heat. Yeah, James, you, you guys are bold. I'm very, very much uh, you lemon mo- and herb. Moderate. I'm moderate. I'll medium, go, I go moderate. Yeah, medium. Oh, mate, that's that's medium, completely fine. So. That's completely fine. Um, okay, I'll yeah, try not to fan. let it hamper my performance. Um, some some headline team news. Uh, headline news from France this week, of course, as well. That Didier Deschamps signed his new contract. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think? To 2026. Well, I mean, I, I, it's not a surprise. That's the first thing. He's very, very close to the president of the French FA, Noel Legrat. There's a few complaints that they, it's a bit of a stitch up, really. That um, Not a stitch up, it's a bit harsh, but that Legrat has just kind of gone over everybody's head and made the decision because he and Deschamps are so close. I think what's interesting, Rob, is it's four years and not two years. We actually expected four, two years to 2024, and he signed a deal to 2026. Which by the time that ends, it will be 14 years as the France manager. Extraordinary, isn't it? Really, absolutely amazing. He's oh. already by far, you know, the longest serving, or not by far, but he's a longest serving France manager. And uh, give it four years, he's he's going to be one of the longest serving managers, I would think, of any major national team. So I think the loser in all this is Zinedine Zidane, who was waiting in the wings. He's never said explicitly, "I want the job now," but he would obviously be the obvious pick. Uh, to take it had Deschamps not extended his contract. So I think that's interesting. What will he do now? He's been linked with the Brazil job in France. We'll see. Yeah, um, turned down the United States job, apparently. That's been a rumour as well, which is yeah, why I wanted to so... uh, to bring him up. Steve, you were a bit like, yeah. I think it was a good time for him to end the cycle, actually. N- nothing against um, Deschamps at all. He's got a lot of credit in the bank. But um, sometimes you feel like it might have been a good time for him to step aside in a new direction. But I'm not too... Uh, I think it's not a bad call really he's done a lot of good things with France so another three more years two more tournaments should go down okay uh, well some people want to see a change on the show but I'm sticking with you two and uh, oh, we've good. got our six picks for the week uh, let's start with Paris Saint-Germain uh, they've just won uh, a game in the French Cup on Friday but they did need two latest goals uh, to do it um, they did lose to Lens on New Year's Day which you said would happen Steve you thought would happen it wasn't your pick you said you thought that would happen. So they take on Angers, first versus 20th. Steve, where's your pick? How on earth have you found value here? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those games It was frustrating um, that I kind of had the right call, the right read on the game, but I didn't have enough. Um, didn't have the conquers, did I, to put the money on the handicap oh, yeah. for Lance? <laughs> you really Simple. need to find that catchphrase properly. I keep forgetting Simple. it. And then you say it and I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way it is sometimes. Um, the bet I like for this game, PSG against Angers, is over one and a half. Sorry, over 1.75 goals in the first half at minus 110. And there's just a couple of main reasons for this. I think PSG, they're coming off a loss, which is a rare situation. We don't often have this chance to bet them on the back of a loss. I think they're going to want to prove a point and uh, react very quickly. And I think they want to, they're going to want to win this match by halftime, ideally. They've got a much bigger game coming up uh, at the weekend away against Rennes. And they're a sort of team they've struggled against in recent years. So I think they're going to be focused on that game more. The ideal scenario, get this match won, get your big players off after an hour or even before, and then you can cruise towards the final whistle. So I think PSG are going to put a lot of effort into this first half. They rested several players for the cup match against Chateau Roux at the weekend. Hakimi and Mbappe were on vacation, for example. They're set to come back here. Messi is set to return and... Will he get a hero's welcome? Let's wait and see. But he, he'll want to put on a show against an Angers side who are bottom of the table. Um, they've only had four clean sheets in the first half all season, Rob. 
and actually only two of their games have been nil nil. In the first half, did you just say? In the first half, yeah. Yeah, and oh, two nil, just two matches nil nil half time for Angers this season. Uh, one was against Nantes on the opening day where the goalkeepers went ballistic, and then of course it had to be Monaco, <laughs> didn't it? Monaco, who were trying to sleepwalk their way to to beat them. So yeah, Angers just conceded a lot of goals. I actually don't think they're going to come here and park the bus anyway. They might as well have a swing, and they've got some players who might catch them on on the counter attack. I think it'll be two nil, three nil. PSG at halftime, but I like the goals here first half, over one 1.75. As long as there's two goals in the first half, Rob, I'm going to win something here. And I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be going I'll for early doors. Yeah, it sounds good, actually, because I had a long look at the markets for this game thinking it would be tricky. I, I didn't see anything. I think Andre is right. It's worth stressing that of all the clubs in League One with problems in the broadest sense, on and off the pitch right now, it is Andre. Um, they've appointed a new manager. Well, he was in position anyway as the interim, promoted from the Youth Academy. He's got the position permanently now. He's a complete unknown at this level. He's never managed um, as a first number one manager at any level, really, professionally. So we don't know how he's going to cope with the job in the second half of the season. And there's big problems off the pitch at Andre, which have been going on a long, long time now. So yeah, you read some of the fan comments. If you look at that type of thing with Andre, they all assume they're going to be relegated this year. We've got four teams going down in League One. Uh, let's not forget. Oh, yeah. And Andre look doomed. Um, so I have concerns about the morale in that dressing room. I'm not sure they believe they're getting out of trouble. And the two lads who played for Morocco, who are at Angers um, in the World Cup, uh, Sofiane Bouffal and Unai, the midfielder, that everybody got excited about. They haven't reappeared yet since the World Cup, and I think that we all know they want to leave. So there's problems at Angers, and I think that, yeah, it's a sort of game where PSG, if they are annoyed at having lost against Lens, will be <laughs> it will be one-way traffic, I think. That's a good price, Steve, isn't it? It feels like one, minus, minus 110. Yeah, look, this is quite a high goal line for a first half. Let's yeah. make no bones about it. But yeah, minus 110 for at least two goals. I just think they're going to comfortably win this game and they want to get the job done early. Uh, okay, yeah, Neymar, I th- he was being treated for his ankle injury that's still hanging over for the World Cup. I'm not sure if he'll feature, but yes. Messi and Mbappe, of course, uh, are set to uh, return. Uh, before we get on to our uh, next uh, uh, match, let's have a quick look at how the boys are doing uh, this season, Steve mentioned, of course, last week was a bit disappointing, but that came off the back of a six for six week uh, the week before. So the Liga show is still currently uh, top of the table of the betting weekly handicappers uh, league right now um, with uh, we're up 12.06 units. Um, OK, so uh, let's get on to the next game. Uh, James, this is you, Lorient versus Monaco, sixth uh, versus fifth, just two points between these sides in the table. Um I, 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 please get into your pick, obviously, as I ask this question. But what will the ramifications be of Monaco's embarrassing cup exit this weekend to yes, a, a good, team struggling at the bottom of League 2? Yeah, they lost to Rodez this weekend in the French Cup at home. Um, it is a blow because Monaco know they're not going to win the league. And, they're, you know, they're a proud club. They've got a strong t- tradition, actually, in cup competitions, both in France and abroad. Um, I saw quite a strong statement from their manager, Philippe Clement, after the game about how unacceptable the defeat was. Um, he's quite a mild-mannered uh, talker, certainly to the media. So to see him come out and condemn his players, you might say, is rare. Um, so he should have them fired up here. That does actually feed in a little bit to my pick. I've gone on 2.5, over 2.5, 7 go- uh, over 2.75 goals in this game at minus 110. So basically, if we have three goals in the game, 
uh, you make a profit. And um, yeah, I think Monaco, starting with them, I think they're going to have a real go here because they're going to try and make up for the cup defeat, which yeah, it was embarrassing and shouldn't have happened. And now all the focus will be at Monaco on trying to get in the top three. Um, and this is a game, obviously, against the team who are up there at the moment. Uh, so I expect, rather than the away team Monaco coming in and sitting in and maybe being defensive, I actually expect the opposite. I think they're going to have a go here. And I think they're going to try and win the game rather than see a draw as a good result. So on that basis, it should be open. Um, the second thing is team news. And this is arguably even more important. Um, we do have uh, uh, team news where defences look like they're going to be under strength here. So starting with Lorient, we know their goalkeeper in Vogo is out for the second half of the season. It will be Manoni in goal as he has been recently. And he's, he's not as good. Um, but also for Lorient, uh, Julian Laporte is out, who is a uh, centre-back, very important player for them, starts every game. He's out and his deputy, Matt Seema, Christian Matt Seema, is out because he's on loan from Monaco, so he cannot play. Oh, right. So as it stands, it looks as though we're going to have a debutante at centre-back for Lorient. We don't know who it will be yet. It could be Mete, who tends to be there or thereabouts with the squad. It could be uh, Maxim Wackers who plays in the reserve team. But whoever it is, um, it's going to have a real makeshift feel for this game, will the uh, Lorient back four. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think Monaco will look at that and see an opportunity. And then at the other end, Monaco have just lost Benoit Badiashile to, to Chelsea. Um, they've got a decent replacement in Maripan, who will step now, we think, into the starting eleven. but it's something they could obviously do without, and they are apparently going to look to buy a new defender. So you've got two teams here, Rob, who both look as though they'll be under strength in defence. Um, I do think it points towards goals, and the stats are also in your favour on this pick, over 2.75 goals, because um, 21 out of 34 matches so far involving these two teams have had over 2.5 goals and 10 out of 16 relevant home and away games have also had over 2.5 goals. That's that's Lorient's home games and Monaco's away games. So I just feel everything here is lining up for it to be an open and high scoring encounter. And with the pick 2.75, in simple terms, as long as there are three goals in the game, then you're going to make a profit. I really like this pick, but I think I've, for the moment, decided to ban myself on betting on Monaco games. Um, I do quite like Moff Moffy any time for Lorient, plus 210. That's a, that's a simplest classic, I feel like, isn't it? Isn't I think yeah. I, I think that you could do worse than taking him um, in this game. But really, uh, Monaco should be good enough to win this match fairly comfortably, if they can be bothered to turn up. Uh, and he worries that Terry Moffy is certainly attracting Premier League interest, isn't he? He didn't play at the cup. He was on the bench, but didn't play in the cup of the weekend. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting one. I, I know I saw some, it's nothing to do with whether it will happen, but I saw some Marseille fans actually earlier online talking about they'd like to sign him. Apparently, you know, Marseille are looking at bringing in a number nine this window, and there's been rumors it will be a League One player. So, very quickly, the Marseille fans were saying, I hope it's Moffy, in which case, hey, Steve, that'd be great for you, wouldn't it? Moffy at Marseille. Oh, yeah. Has he I mean, been he'd be great signing. He'd be you... great signing. I'd take him at Leeds. Yeah. I'll take him at Marseille. I think I really rate him. I think he's a great, a really good striker. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's get into a game where both of you have got picks for Ajaxia versus Rams. Uh, Steve, do you want to go first here, mate? Yeah, well, we've been having a bit of fun on this show, so I'm going to continue here, here, boys, because I was thinking about this the other day, and um, I don't know what your musical tastes are, but I don't know if you either of you like uh, a bit of Shania Twain. No, perhaps no. Not top of my list, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> I tell you what, I think Sadder Rams would be missing a trick in the next home game if they didn't belt out as they're walking out 
you're still the one because the manager will still. He's the oh, man. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. No. He is the man. I mean, you can guarantee if it was in the UK, there'd be chance surrounding him in that sort of fashion. But he's that's unbeat- been bouncing around your head for days. It has been. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I have. I really think that they need to do something about that if, if he keeps being unbeaten, and hopefully he is going to be, because my bet for the game. James <laughs> has got a pick for this one as well, but my bet is a half a unit pick on Rams to win to nil at plus 280, which I think is a bit of value. I actually think Will still, and it's not often I would say this, I think we could be on the verge of a, a very special managerial talent. Ooh. I really see a big future for him, a really big future. Go on, Steve. Only- 30 years old yeah. and this man can coach really well tactically superb and i think you've got to be good tactically these days because the players won't respect you else um so but i love how his interactions are on the sidelines i love his tactics and i think he's going to come up here with a really great game plan against ajaccio i think it's going to be an under game and um i think they're going to win to nil because ajaccio are such a poor offensive team their expected goals if you exclude penalties is only 12 this season. Um, they've been given eight penalties, actually, Rob, the most of any team in Liga. Ooh. But um, as the, if you can just avoid uh, putting them down in the area, uh, really, you shouldn't be conceding many goals against Ajaccio. Um, I fancy Rams to win, but um, I, I'd rather not get involved in uh, on the money line or the draw no bet myself. I, I just want to have a bit of value here, plus 280. I just think if they win the game, it is to nil because I strongly fancy the under which takes out any other scoreline apart from 1-0 or 2-0. If you're a correct score backer, I think you could do an awful lot worse than taking that. The danger scoreline is the 0-0. Um, I don't think it's going to be a great game, but they've got a bit of extra quality with Balogun up front. They've just won a cup match 7-0. They're going to be bouncing with confidence. And um, I think, yeah, Rams to nil is worth a go for half a unit myself. Mm. Yeah, very similar to Steve. I, I was uh, straight on this game, really, trying to find a, a way of backing Rams because I think... They, they should win this match. And in the end, I've actually I've maybe been a bit more cautious than I'd like, but I've backed Rants on the Asian Handicap with a zero goal start at minus 148, which I yeah. think is the shortest price I've had on a pick this season. But basically with this pick, you'll get your stakes back if it ends in a draw and you'll make a profit if Rants win the game. So the only way you're losing with this pick is if Ajaxio win the match. So why Ajaxio- the caution here, James? So the caution is really, the main reason is Rance's draw rate. So they're unbeaten in nine, our Rance. That's both under Will Still and actually the previous manager, Oscar Garcia. And of those nine, they've drawn six. So their their last nine mm. matches, they're one, three, drawn six, lost nil. They, they do draw games. And under Will Still, they're three wins, three draws. So I just have a slight hesitation over whether they'll win or draw. And that's made me go with the Asian handicap just to give you that safety yeah. net of getting your stakes back. It's possibly a bit too cautious because I think that with someone like Balogun up front in great form, it, it gives Rance a cutting edge. That means they should they should win this. And um, and Ajaxio's home form, which I think we probably, well, I certainly thought might be the only thing going for them this year. Their home form is poor. Uh, this season at home, they, uh, they've won two, they've drawn one and they've lost five. So Ajaxio lose at home and their two home wins, Ajaxio, were against Angers and Strasbourg, who are the bottom two. So the only two sides that Ajaxio have beaten are are the bottom two. And I I just feel that uh, yeah, a draw is the minimum that I think Rance will get here. Uh, and with that, you know, as I say, I've gone slightly cautious, but you'll get your stakes back. Um, 
on the will still, I, I totally agree with what Steve has said. I think we've got a manager here who is almost guaranteed to manage in the Premier League one day. Um, fluent English speaker. I, I don't know if it's both his parents or just his father who is English. Um, speaks French, obviously. Uh, already managed in, in Belgium in the first division before he turned 30. And he's coming at Rance um, as assistant. He's then been promoted to number one now, replacing Oscar Garcia. The team looks really well organized under him really well organized positive playing to their strengths difficult to break down getting the most out of Balogun getting good service to him up front he's been scoring really really well and you know before he got the job permanently you had players in the in the media clamoring for him to be given it which I think speaks volumes about how he must be uh, conducting himself and the impact he must be having on the training ground so things look good at at, uh, at Rance under under Will still and, you know, they'll go into this game against um, Ajaxio feeling like everything points towards them doing well because they know Ajaxio are limited. And, yeah, does it matter uh, that they won 7-0 in the French Cup this weekend? Rance, we don't know. That was away from home against an amateur side. But he's rotated. And a lot of the players who've come in have done really, really well. So he's got the whole squad behind him and bouncing at the moment. I think, um, yeah, I think both of these picks, actually, that we've put forward on Rance are, are, look, look pretty good. Okay, well, we've got to keep an eye on Will Still then, as a fellow ginger as well. Yes. Uh, I'm really going to be rooting for him uh, in, in France. Um, lots of similarities, actually, the way you're describing him to Julian Nagelsmann in Germany when he was coming through as a 29, 30-year-old, as assistant at Hoffenheim, and then Hoffenheim, it was claimed to be a publicity stunt when they gave him the manager's job. Mm. And obviously it was Special wasn't. managerial talent. In my yeah, opinion, yeah, and I don't say that lightly. I'm not the sort of sensationalist who wouldn't would say that about anyone. Okay, we'll keep an eye on Rams then. Okay, three more uh, to go, Steve. You, you had top versus bottom. You now have second versus second bottom. The Strasbourg versus uh, Lens. Strasbourg have won one of their 17 matches. Lens have lost one of their 17 matches. I'll ask the question again. How on earth have you found value here, mate? <laughs> have you done it? <laughs> well, the obvious pick would actually be to take Lons to win, but I'm in the goals market. And uh, I'm actually going a bit cautious here. Only the 2.25 goal line. So if there's two goals Ooh. exactly, we'll lose half. But I feel like I'm being a bit of a coward here, really, because there should be at least three goals. Strasbourg uh, are involved in a lot of overs recently. Nine of the last 10. Nine of the last, nine of the last 10 games have also been both teams scoring. Now, Lons have been known for some unders this year. But I've looked into their statistics and metrics, and they are the most overachieving team defensively now. 8.4 goals um, more they should have conceded compared to the 11 they have. So, look, at some point, we've talked about this before, these metrics tend to even themselves out. So I think the Lons defence is good, but it's not as good as it as it perhaps is, is, is seemed. And the problem is with Strasbourg here, their manager, Julian Stefan, we talk about him every week, or I do, I do yeah. wonder how long he's got left. Something isn't right. It just isn't right. And I think they might have to let him go, not because he's a bad manager, but because it just things yeah. need to change. But one thing when a manager's fighting for his job, they've got to go down swinging, and he has been going down swinging recently. I think Strasbourg have got a goal in them in this game, which is why I do like the overs. Lons should win win the match. I, I think Lons something like 3-1 or even 3-2. Um, but I see quite an exciting game because Lons are going to kill them on the counter-attack. I mean, Lons could cover this goal line on their own, actually. Um, but I think Strasbourg are going to have to go for it. They don't strike me as the sort of team who are going to win a match 1-0. Um, and, um, you know, draw's not going to do them much good either. So over 2.25 goals, Rob, makes a lot of sense to me here. Um, I think the line is only this because of Lons's under-record. 
Okay, so that's Steve's next pick. Um, I am actually going to just dig out the other goal lines on that game, unless you know them to hand, Steve. If you um, were to be a bit bolder, can you remember? Yeah, what just they take were? two and a half is probably around pl- uh, plus a hundred, I think, or minus one hundred five. Um, yeah, I mean. I, I'm the sort of guy, I don't like taking two and a half goal lines. I like to go under it or above it. I'm mm. just that sort of person. Um, right. I, I, I'm, I don't like all or nothing. I like to potentially win half or lose half. Okay. And you're a bit similar, James, I'd say, wouldn't you? True. Very true. That was yeah, similar. Very true. Okay. Uh, James, your uh, final pick is Nice Montpellier, 11th versus 14th. Yes. Nice got? Montpellier. Nice are odds on to win this game, which I do not agree with. I don't think the line is correct at all on that. Uh, they're, they're odds on to win. So my pick is on Montpellier on the Asian handicap, which is plus 0.75 on the Asian handicap at minus 122. And the reason I say that about Nice is I think I think they've got a lot of problems actually at the moment. Steve's just alluded to Strasbourg and Julian Stefan having a lot of problems. I think we have a very similar situation here with with Nice and Lucien Favre, their manager, they just cannot get going at all this season. They they just have not functioned the way they want to. Um, they go into this on the back of a defeat themselves in the French Cup. They've gone out uh, away from home to Le Puy this weekend, who are pretty poor, actually, third division side in France. And I think worryingly for Nice, they put out a, a fairly strong team for that game. They took it seriously. Um, the manager, Favre, said he, he did a, a huge amount of work on the game because they didn't know the opposition and they've, they've still lost. So I think that sums up how Nice are at the moment. A lot of problems. Andy Delort, who is their, their best striker, is we don't know if he's refusing to play, but he's not playing at the moment. Um, Rumours he wants to leave, which would be a blow for Nice. It's already a blow that he's not playing. Uh, so I don't fancy them at all. I just don't think they should be odds on here. They've They've won only two out of eight home matches. There's nothing really pointing towards Nice being um, uh, as likely to win as the market suggests. So I'm happy to back Montpellier. Um, I backed them away from home uh, in their last away match against Lorient when they won. And I do feel that there's uh, been an improvement there in terms of the mood and the focus and the motivation of the players during the mid-season break. Um, I should say they also lost in the French Cup this weekend away from home. But unlike Nice, they did rotate uh, very, very heavily. It was a much weakened uh, Nice side, which I think potentially stands them in good stead when they put out their best players again in midweek. So I think the chances of Montpellier avoiding defeats here are very good. All you need is Montpellier to avoid defeat for this to be a winning pick. And if they lose by a single goal, um, you'll only lose half your stakes. So it's all a reflection, really, the fact that I just think I just think Nice are overrated and that the value in this game uh, definitely lies with with siding with Montpellier. There surely will be ramifications to that defeat. I'm just looking at the team now. Tadebo, Schmeichel, Dante, Taram, who we've talked about on the show, Lamina, yeah. Brahimi, Barkley, Pepe. Was it Strong sides. Yeah, I mean, Atal yeah. was missing at right back. Um, Laborde up front. Uh, that was kind of it, really. Yeah, he came um, on, yeah. I mean, far from, he got back, didn't he, before uh, or during the World Cup when he was under pressure. He got back by the sporting director, but... Um, he did, and he's yeah. He's so he's gone into this period post World Cup in a position where he's got that backing. Already, yeah. we're now hearing actually, are they going to change their minds on the back of this defeat? So that's the yeah. mood in Nice going into this game. There'll be a small crowd. They don't get big crowds against this type of team. I think it's there for the taking, really, for Montpellier. Okay, final game. Steve might have to be a little bit quick with this, but it is your uh, it is your fourth pick of the week. Uh, Brest versus Lille. Brest have a new manager. Seventeenth versus seventh. Uh, what have you seen here? Uh, over 2.75 goals, Rob, at plus 100. That's the pick for the game. I think uh, maybe Brest's um, 
chairman, president, has been maybe listening to this show. They finally got rid of the treble uh, assistant <laughs> managers, which needed to happen. There were too many cooks there spoiling the broth. And Eric Wa has come in, um, former Nice manager. He hasn't been a manager for 10 years, so um, let's just see uh, what he does here. But one thing I do know, when a, man- a new manager comes in, he's going to want to put on a show for the spectators, um, get the fans on his side. And I think he'll want his team to have a go here against a Lille side who've got plenty of offence in their ranks. Lille have actually, the last five games, have all been under two and a half goals. And, and that surprised me because I've watched most of those mm. games and I thought they were good watches. There was some good, entertaining football on show. It just, they just haven't converted their chances. 9.91 XG in those games, they've only scored five times. So it's at some point, they're going to convert those chances again. What better chance against this Brest defence, which I don't care who's in charge of it. I think there's going to be plenty of goals scored against this Brest back line. Simple as that. Monaco didn't do it because Monaco just couldn't be bothered. They, they slipped wore their way to victory, like I said they might do. Um, they got a goal and then that was it. But Lille have got the likes of Jonathan David, and several others up front who can take advantage of this very weak Brest defence. Equally, at the other end of the field, Brest, I think, are going to have to have a go here. Both teams are quite mixed for overs and unders for the season as a whole. But um, I feel this is going to be quite an entertaining, open game of football. New manager wants to make an impact, fire up his, his team against a strong Lille offence. So over 2.75 goals will do me at plus money, plus 100. I thought this this goal line would be close to three, actually. So uh, I suspect it's because Lille's recent games have been unders. Okay, Steve, great work. James, great work as always. That's all we have time for on the Betting Weekly Extra Time Liga show brought to you in association with uh, Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. If you do want more from the guys, follow them on uh, social media, putting stuff on the account all the time at Because We Win on Twitter. Very impressive. 12.06 points up for the season, the guys. And we're hoping to increase that on this, this midweek card. Return on investment 10, 10%, we're saying, Steve. 10% exactly. 10% season, exactly. So far, yeah. Come on. Not bad at all. That's why we're getting so many people tuning into the show. James, Steve, thank you. Uh, that's it. A reminder, all the prices are available at the Bet Rivers website. It's goodbye from Steve, James, and myself. And we'll be back soon for another round of fixtures from France. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.